Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. In the 70s, there were three supergroups performing soft rock. The Carpenters, America, and Bread. In the 50s and 60s, he was one of the founding members of the Tulsa Sound. He's also a member of Tulsa's trifecta of legendary singer-songwriters. This is David Gates. Stand by for the story. Mr. Soft Rock, David Gates, was born into a musical family in 1940. David was surrounded by music from the very beginning. His parents saw to that. His father, a Tulsa public school band director and piano teacher. His mother, a musician, taught her son the violin. By the time David enrolled into Will Rogers High School, he was proficient in piano, bass guitar, and violin. During his junior year, he earned the first violin chair in the Rogers School Orchestra. During this same year, the new sound of rock and roll hit the airwaves and captured his musical attention and direction. He quickly joined together with classmates Don Kimmel, who played drums, Gerald Goodwin, who played the stand-up bass, and a young sophomore who was classically trained as a pianist, Russell Bridges. The classmates began practicing after school and weekends, trying to master the rock and roll sounds of the day. The young, talented musicians called themselves the Accents. Their popularity quickly grew past the boundaries of their high school, and they began playing at events at other schools, as well as teen dance clubs. In 1957, they were selected to back up Chuck Berry at his Tulsa performance. Now, that event moved Gates, a big admirer of Chuck Berry, to turn his talents to songwriting. His first attempt at songwriting had a dual purpose. You see, David had fallen hard over a Tulsa Central High School cheerleader he had recently met, Joe Rita Miller. To complicate his advancement, she was already going steady with a boy in her class. He thought he just might win her away from her steady boyfriend with a song. The heartfelt ballad he wrote was named Joe Baby. He and his band recorded Joe Baby along with another song he wrote, Lovin' at Night, at a local Tulsa home studio, Perspective Sound. He borrowed enough money from his dad to have Capitol Records press 500 copies. Upon its release, it not only became a regional hit in Tulsa, it was also a hit with the person it was intended to impress. Jorita did break up with her boyfriend to be with Gates. On Tulsa radio station KOME's regional survey, the B-side, Lovin' at Night, became a number one hit, and the band's popularity quickly grew, and they found themselves in high demand. Upon high school graduation, Gates, along with Bob Moses and Goodwin, moved to Norman, Oklahoma to attend Oklahoma University. But shortly after enrolling in OU, they began playing around Oklahoma City, and again, Gates' popularity grew. During his sophomore year, he left OU, returned to Tulsa, enrolled in Tulsa University, married Joe Rita, who was studying nursing in Tulsa, and began playing again as David Gates and the Accents in local Tulsa clubs. Gates, anxious to continue his musical career, loaded up his young wife with only $200 to their name and led out to Los Angeles. Gates quickly learned that $200 was not enough to sustain the young couple for long. They were forced to return home to Tulsa. Upon returning to Tulsa, Gates assembled local musicians and began right where he had left off, 
playing in area clubs, saving all the money he could for a return try at L.A. In a short time, Gates felt ready for a return trip to L.A., hoping he would stick this time. He loaded up his 10-year-old Cadillac, his wife, young child, and fellow musician friend Jimmy Karsten, and headed back out west. Even though his first trip to Cali was a bust, while out in L.A. the first time, Gates was able to make a few contacts that would turn out to be important, opening doors to paying gigs and steady session work. At this time, Russell Bridges had made his way out to California, trying to find his way. He teamed up with Gates and a young guitar player from Arkansas named Glenn Campbell and a few other Oklahoma music makers to begin playing in clubs out in Southern California. Both Gates and Russell were beginning to seriously write songs, so they teamed up to form a publishing company for the music they were writing. It was a partnership that lasted until their business and friendship ended in 1963 over the song Icicles and Popsicles, which Gates had written and was his first hit, recorded by the Mermaids and charting number three. Now, Gates said in an interview, I had an advantage over other artists trying to make it in California. I knew rock and roll, country, and rhythm and blues. I could read and write music. I could do arrangements, and I could produce songs. I could do a lot of different things in the music business to make a living. Throughout the balance of the 1960s, Gates arranged music for Elvis, Noid Eddy, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Merle Haggard, Hoyt Axton, Buck Owens, Captain Beefheart, and Margaret and Bobby Darren. During the late 60s, however, Gates decided he wanted to record his own songs and founded the supergroup Bread in 1968. His string of hits performed by Bread in 1972 include Number 1, Make It With You, It Don't Matter To Me, which reached number 10, Baby I'ma Want You in 1971, Mother Freedom, which was an attempt to reach past their being labeled as soft rock, Everything I Own, which reached number 5, and Diary, making it to 15. Another album in 1972 called Guitar Man had releases Sweet Surrender and Aubrey, which both charted to number 15. The album's namesake, Guitar Man, topped out at number 11. The band ended their working relationship in 1973 after having major successes and three of their albums becoming certified gold albums. During their five-year run, they had sold over 17 million albums. Gates moved on to a solo performing and recording career, having success in the adult contemporary music genre. Briefly, in 1977, Bread did have a reunion of sorts, which produced the hit Lost Without Your Love. His songs continued to live on, many of them having been covered hundreds of times by some of the industry's giants, from Julio Iglesias to Boy George. Baby I'ma Want You has been covered by other artists over 200 times. With all of his success and worldwide acclaim, he continued to return to his hometown of Tulsa. He performed with the Junior College Symphony and upon a celebration of the 50th anniversary of Tulsa's famous Utica Square Shopping Center. Gates also wrote and performed a song dedicated 
to his hometown entitled Tulsa, My Hometown. In 2002, he was inducted into the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame. On a personal note, Everything I Own is my personal favorite song from Bread. Upon hearing this song, the lyrics spoke to my heart after I had lost my own teenage love. I thought it said everything I wanted her to know. However, as you may already know, and I only recently have learned, Everything I Own was written by Gates over the loss of his father. Now this song once again speaks to an empty place in my heart over the loss of my own father a few years ago. As I've gotten older, I've learned one significant thing. Some of the things that happen in your life, you just don't seem to ever completely get over. Today, David Gates spends the bulk of his time in Northern California working on his 1,400-acre cattle ranch and, of course, hanging out with Joe Rita. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Tell your friends they can find us on iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and now on Spotify. Also on our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. Click on the podcast link where you can see and choose from all of our podcasts. While you're there, look at our growing picture gallery. Please like our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Thanks for listening.